Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. Well, what an episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not that anybody cares, because as of right now, there's tremendous drama going on uh, with the World Series. <laughs> oh, man. I don't care about baseball, and even I am interested. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I understand drama. And 6-6, six to six, Game 7... In the 10th inning, and then there's a rain delay. Are you kidding me? Come on. So, but by the time you're listening to this, yeah, I'm sure we have an outcome. Airs, like, that's irrelevant. But that's all right. I wonder how ratings were for this episode. I know. It feels like they can't be very high, right? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but nonetheless, this episode was, for you, quite heartbreaking. Uh, it was. Are we starting at the end? Well, we're got, we're we're taking the temperature of our mood at the moment. This blows. Yeah. Now I enjoy Michaela. I will say this: I'm bummed to see her go, but I also know the fact that she's going to be back next season kind of cushions the blow. For she me. could be voted out first, though. We don't know. That's true. Um, I want more Michaela airtime. Yes, I guess. I, I mean, I would rather her be there than, you know, Brett or Sunday, but. Or Will or. I don't know. Jessica. There are a number of people that are dull. Yeah. But I think what I like about this is because we see the the rise of Jay and what he might be <sighs> able to do. We knew that was coming at any point anyway. I didn't so know if he was going to make any big moves wait. like that. And he did do it right before the merge, which yeah. I think was probably pretty smart. I guess so. <laughs> but that's the thing is, at the same time... It was an absolutely the smartest... Yeah, smartest movie could have done. She's... I don't think she is capable of winning. Um... No, because she, she plays it too on her sleeve. If you come out and do shells and rocks, you don't need to do all that. All you had to say was, who do you guys want to vote for? Cool. Me too. Chilling. Yeah. Like, go off by yourself if you need to do the math and do that. But If you're already worried about coming across as too much of a physical threat, then you don't yeah. add the strategic element as well. I know. Um. Plus, that there's was dumb. I get it. I don't think it's dumb. I think she's very smart. I think she's too smart. That and was I think dumb. She's, she's not able to. She's smart with strategy, but I think she's unable to censor herself. I don't think she's able to. No. Exactly. Yeah, which is why I think she is just not winner material. I but know. she's entertaining. That's what I mean. I just want her to be entertaining for a while longer. Yeah, that's true. Like, go on Final Five. Excellent. Sure. Then she'd also be on the jury. Yeah. She didn't even make the merge. She's not dateable. Is that how... Yeah. Can you... It, that If she were on a jury, can you imagine what her jury speech would be? Like, I mean, her Ponderosa would have been cool. Like, there's just a lot of ways we could have gotten some more Michaela time. Whatever. Sorry, it's Okay. But I will say that they've definitely, with this episode, they've set up a lot of really interesting things. They've set up a possible Zeke and Dave mm -hmm. partnership. Mm -hmm. um, more than possible, I'd say probable at this point. Definitely. But once the merge happens, who knows? Um, yeah. Because there's going to be a merge next episode. and There wasn't enough of an edit to see how that built or how Zeke feels about it too much. I mean, he gave a confessional of like, that's yeah. really great that he, you know, I'm going to take care of him up until a point, you know? And right. so that point could happen after the merge feast. Like we don't, right. we don't know. Yeah. I think, I think Zeke is savvy enough to be like, all right, I got to keep Dave close to me up until, uh, I know that, I have numbers or something like that. And right. I, with the merge, I think he immediately has numbers. So he might you right. know, hang Dave out to dry. Right. Or he might keep him around as, just in his back pocket. Right. What does the millennial dynamic look like now that... No Figgy. No Figgy no and Michaela. no Michaela. Jay and Taylor up. might 
team and, up, Michelle. and Michelle might team up again. Yeah. And now we have Adam and Will were buddies. And Zeke. And Zeke. Yeah. And then we have Hannah. Right. Hannah is now out to get Jay. <clears throat> Taylor is out to get Adam. Right. It's very interesting that, you know, the millennials are going in with, I believe, a, a numbers advantage over Gen X. But the millennials only want to go after each other. Yeah. As far as, you know, vendettas. That was really interesting what Jeff pointed out about how all three tribes have lost at this point and they've taken out a majority in all three of them, including yeah. the Gen Xers, which, yeah. When you're already down numbers, yeah, it's definitely voting block oriented, not. And it's just thinking in terms of, okay, you know, like back when Gen X did eliminate, I believe it was Cece, right? Yeah. It's okay. I can sacrifice Cece if it means I get in closer with a couple of millennials because I'm trying to think ahead. Well, and we would do better f physically on the tribe. Right. I mean, there, that's a. That does seem like a no-brainer yeah. vote. And that tribe has done well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's very... These tribes are... All three of them are very interesting. It, that... When they, when they split into three tribes, like, the way the tribe shook out works out so well. I know, it could not have been it, any better. It feels as though production had to have gotten involved, but officially they haven't. Like, yeah. it's, it's purely random. Yeah. So there will be seven millennials going in. How many Gen Xers? There's Brett and Sunday. Chris. Chris and Dave. Dave. Ken, and then Ken and, and Jessica. Jessica. So it's only seven to six. Yeah. Hmm. That's 13. That seems like a big merge That's to me. That's a ton for a merge for yeah. sure. But my guess is producers, they all... see the, this many people like... St they Itching. see like like trouble brewing and it's like okay now's the time to bring everyone together yeah they're not all gonna be on the jury though no i don't think so um it'll probably be one or two episodes before we actually get to a jury or maybe they decide they want a really big jury that's I don't ridiculous know. i don't know it, when you have 10 people voting on a final three yeah that seems unlikely that's insane like even the, I think even the biggest jury was nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to when you have a bunch of colorful personalities, you want that jury to be colorful, you know, right. and that you want as many people there as possible. Um, but, uh, I wonder but also if you want to merge so that those personalities can mix and mingle more. Right. They've clearly definitely gotten settled into their smaller tribes now. Yeah, I think so. And it's time to mix it up. And I think they've had enough time to potentially bond. Like right. when you're down to four people, even if, you know, I'm sure Taylor is upset with Adam and I'm sure he doesn't trust Ken um, or uh, Jessica. But at the same time, like when you're down to four and you're all four of you are working to win immunity, mm -hmm. it can just bond you. And I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested. I, I, I'm always interested to see how the merge goes. But with this group, I don't know. I, I, I think I like the idea of going from two to three to merge. Um, yeah, me too. It definitely a, mixes it up well. And it, I mean, it did on this one. We, we can talk about that in a number of ways. We talked about that in the challenge about how they each have a stronger guy mm -hmm. that was shooting, you know, at various points during the challenge. But we can also talk about just the various social developments that happened. They set all three of them up. <laughs> pre-immunity challenge for what they would potentially do if they lost. And all of those were interesting developments too. I think it's so interesting that Ken and Jessica picked out in a heartbeat that Taylor cannot strategize, even if you explained it to him. Yeah. You know, he, they saw the same thing that Jay did, which is that he's a really easy person to just yeah. string along. Yeah, if you, I feel like he's a guy that if you are his bro, yeah, and you have any kind of strong opinion at all, he'll just kind of go along with you and be like, "Yeah, this is awesome." He will, but he might also make it obvious to others or tell that to others as well. Like he made the figgy relationship obvious, yeah. So that could be detrimental. Yeah, but he could just be a vote you can always count on. True. Um, so it's interesting. They're either going to go. 
well, at the time they were going to go with him or they were going to go with Adam. And do you think there's any relationship that's going to stick between those four going into the merge? As a, as a foursome, I don't think so. Right. Um, I mean, obviously Ken and Jessica will. Yeah. I think Adam is going to be a free agent going into them mm-hmm. into the merge. Mm-hmm. I think he, I mean, he could like, he could pair up with Zeke and, and that sort of thing. But I think he recognizes that like, all right, Taylor's going to go back and tell everybody, um, you know what I did, although I'm sure they can figure it out. Obviously. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Jay won't want to work with Adam, um, just because he'll want to keep Taylor happy. And so I think Adam. Yeah. Who knows though? Yeah, it's. Th- I think that's that's what's really exciting about this season and these players is I really don't know specifically. I think there are enough strategic thinkers. They're unpredictable. That makes them unpredictable. It's a lot more fun. And I think there are other. I think there are people that can be strategic that haven't had to be yet, at least right. not fully. I think Chris can be a really good strategic thinker, but because of the nature of the game so far, he's had to just be a strong player right uh, a strong challenge uh, competitor first um and now i think it'll be interesting to see i don't know dave could emerge as as a really strong strategic thinker yeah do you think the six gen xers will stick together i think they could yeah i think there's a fairly uh a strong six i don't think any of them have it out for each other right and yeah i don't think they do that's you know, so if they even pulled one person or two people for two votes, then they would be in the majority and they could just yeah. pick off the millennials. But again, I don't think we're going to see that ever happen ever again. I think it's going to flip flop back and forth yeah. until the end in voting blocks. Yeah, I, I think I don't remember the last time that happened where you just had like, all right, we're we're with falling back off. along tribal lines. Right. Um, especially when you have a tribe like millennials that is not, I won't say it's ready to self-destruct, but you have little mini feuds in there. Mm-hmm. And so I think you'll have millennials that are absolutely willing to work with Gen X in order to accomplish their goal. Like right. Hannah could work with Gen X to try to get rid of Jay. Right. Um, Taylor could work with Gen X to try to get rid of Adam. Adam could work with Gen X to save himself. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of options there. And so I feel like here's the thing. I think you could have a strong six. Yeah. But that seven is totally fragmented. Completely. But will they stick to their vendettas against each other? Or will they let bygones be bygones when they merge? I think Hannah is probably smart enough to let it go. She wasn't at tribal. Those she wasn't were dumb reactions. Yeah, she wasn't at tribal, but at the same time that's an immediate reaction. She was really surprised, but at the same time, she wasn't like so close with Michaela the way Taylor was with Figgy. Right. uh, That I think she, she can probably let that go and work with Jay if she needs to. Whereas it's possible that Taylor might never be able to fully work with Adam. But he wasn't working with him in the first place. I think that just built upon their distrust for one another anyway. But if Jay's if Jay winds up trying to put together like a coalition of people with Taylor and he says like, oh, let's bring in Adam. I could see see Taylor saying, like, no way. I don't want Adam with us. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't trust him. Um, so moving on. Um, one thing that we both enjoyed uh, speaking of Jay uh, and others, Hannah seemed to realize Hannah and Jay well. were hilarious. Yeah, and Brett, (laughs) Brett, I'll I'll be honest, is not a great liar. Oh, Um, no. You know, take appointments one at a time. People come in, uh, you know, funerals and stuff. Funerals and, I don't know, dead guys, whatever. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said funerals and stuff, which is not not believable. If you were going to lie about your profession. Yeah. What would you say you were instead that you could talk in an educated fashion about yeah, like, I don't know. I like, there's not much I do. I mean, I guess I would probably have to say I work in Hollywood or something, or I could say I, I, I'm like a college professor or something like that. I don't know. What? You couldn't say that. Sure, I could. Could you talk about teaching, grading papers, students? Absolutely. College environments? 
Yeah. yeah, you could totally talk about all that. But you're a great liar, don't you think? Like, yeah, you enjoy acting. I do enjoy acting. I could talk what about. What could acting, I say? But, I yeah. did. I don't know about anything except photography. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, event planning. I think you could do that. I could say something else in the wedding industry. Sure. Okay. But if I was trying to like, say there's a stigma against wedding, whatever. Yeah. I could just talk about photography in another genre. Yeah. There you go. You say you're a photographer. And if somebody says, I tell you one thing, I hate weddings. Right. My husband left me and now I hate weddings. Hey, Jenny, what do you do for a yeah. living? I'm a maternity photographer. Oh, that's interesting. How does that work? Yeah, I could go into that. Yeah. Thankfully, I don't think... for <laughs> one for long enough, I think I could recall enough of it, of the spiel. I feel like the only reason I would want to lie about my profession is if someone said, hey, Tyler, what do you do? It's like, I'm a film critic and photo editor. And it's like, mm, that's pretty useless out here. Let's vote him off. <laughs> uh, I would, I would want to say something a bit more uh, practical. Like, even if I just said but teacher. why? Michaela had all this practical stuff that she showed and look at her, gone. Right. No. Well, we wouldn't have to worry about the ability. Just what I say. No. You know. But I don't no, think it matters what a lot of people do out there, but he is right. Being a cop isn't great to say. I mean, they literally brought up Tony in Tribal. But what's what's odd to me, I wonder if it's, honestly, there is something of it these days, mm -hmm. just in culture, there's kind of a stigma to being a cop. Well, exactly. You know, so you never know if somebody, especially younger people who are less likely to trust cops as Jay illustrated. See, he should have said he was a firefighter because everyone loves them. I was and it's thinking a paramedic. close enough. Yeah. Close enough field that you could probably yeah. talk about it in a more educated fashion. People still think of you as a hero. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was, I was grocery shopping with a couple of firefighters the other day and I was like, man, everyone loves them. They show up when people need help, but cops, Wait, you were grocery shopping with a couple of firefighters? Well, I was like picking out my produce and they were chatting about oh, exams okay. and they go grocery shopping. So, well, I mean to say like they were there while you were alone. We carpooled, you know. I was like, <laughs> does, uh, immediately I'm like, does Jen know firefighters? <laughs> no. It's like, I, feel I know, like I, I worded know that poorly. I thought we'd breeze right by it, but no. But. You had to bring it up. Sorry. That's okay. Um. But yeah, it's, but yeah, so Jay, hey, so Hannah immediately Hannah, jumped on it. Yeah. Which is so funny because I thought this could go one of two ways. Everyone could rally around her like, yeah, he is sketchy. I think she said something like, regardless of whether he is one or not, I want them to be sketched out by Brett yeah. so we can vote him off, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. It, it just, seeing very millennial verbiage come out of Hannah's mouth is doubly hilarious to me i mean yeah. when when taylor says to the max i expect <laughs> taylor to say to the max <laughs> yeah I, but like, if did hannah that, does that's hilarious did to the max come back because that seems like a very 90s kind totally. of thing and even then it seems like the 90s kind of thing that a that a commercial executive <laughs> thinks like i think kids talk like this right yeah and then Taylor made it unironic. Yeah. Good for him. But, you know, it fits him. It does not fit Hannah. So that's funny. That's true. So anyway, they could have rallied around her and thought he was sketchy. Or they could have been like, you are a crazy lunatic who, frankly, is stereotyping and kind of discriminating against cops. She's like, I'm from Boston and all cops are like him. Yeah. And it could have looked really crazy town. But then Jay's addition was spot on and hilarious as well. Because he said, like, you know, I, he goes, I know some cops down in Florida. And yeah. if you take, you know, if you remove the accent, then he's the kind of guy I'm running from at a, at a bonfire on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
Jay, wait. Okay, when you say you know cops, do you are you talking about the ones you're running from? Is yeah. this like a West Side Story situation where it's just, there's some Officer Krupke who keeps breaking up your your no, your bonfires? No, it's clearly like he he gives me the willies the way that the cops that I run from do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a weird thing um, to to lie about your profession. Because it's something that if somebody asks you about, you need, like, funeral director, it seems very specific. Which is a good thing. Hannah brought that up because then you just don't question it. You just breeze right by it. But it doesn't fit his personality. Right. There's a way, I mean, honestly, if he, so I I have a friend back in Denver who's a paramedic. And he talked about that he and all of his friends have a very, very dark sense of humor. Mm. and But they all laugh a lot. And their reason for that is as a coping mechanism. Sure. And, and even at, like the moment he says like funeral director, he could, what you do is you say funeral director, you make up one story, yeah. just one yeah. immediately. And in it, incorporate aspects to like, you know, you got to keep a good sense of humor in this business or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That one story followed by an explanation as to why you have the personality you have, that might actually be enough Sure. to carry people through the whole rest of the game. Sure, but he did. He just picked such a solemn... Yeah. He could have said grocery store manager, you know, something really nonspecific that a certain personality type wouldn't go towards. Here's why I probably couldn't say paramedic. I just thought this when you said that. What it's like, hey, I've got this scrape on my leg. What do you think it's going to get infected? And I'm sure other survivors would be asking him minor medical questions all the time. Then it's when you just say, it's like, "Eh, it doesn't look great. I'll be honest with you, but uh, they could be asking about anything, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you just lie. You just. Well, if you're not a great liar, like Brett clearly isn't. That's true. That's not so. That's a, that's a lie you'd have to maintain probably constantly out there. That's true. But I do think okay. So I think everybody can be a good liar about a specific thing. He picked a profession that he doesn't know enough about in order, and so I didn't buy anything that he was saying. But if yeah. he picked something else that he might know about, something like a brother or a sister does, you know. What was the movie where the guy is like, you tell the best lies are where you keep it as much of the truth in it as possible. I don't actually know. Maybe it was a book. Maybe. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what they but that, say. That's that what is you an do. idea. So yeah. you have, you know, at least like facts and knowledge to, to draw on. Yeah. You have a, you have a little bit of truth in with the lie. Yeah. And then you and you be, you know that you know what the truth is. You believe the truth, and so you're able to bluff your way through the part that isn't true. Why are you smiling? Is there any way you could describe what your brother does long enough to survive on that show? Sure. What does he do? Do you want me to say like like if I were? Yeah. Well, I'm a software engineer. Um, so you know those like those machines, uh, like at Walgreens, like the photo machines. So basically, I'm the guy that goes from one store to another to another, and I, you know, I designed the software that gives you that you know gives you those photos. I can go into more detail if you want. It's very technical. Why but do you yeah, have to go to stores if you made the software? Because I have because I maintain it. That's you know that's my job. So what I've done so there like is I've, I've goes, combined gets... three different jobs my brothers had um, <laughs> into one thing, but... which is why it already sounds sketch to me. No, but it's just, you know, it's, I think the, the, the key is, um, to give a, I think Hannah nailed it when she said that it's specific enough yeah. that people might not even know what to ask. Sure. But the thing is this funeral director, that's an interesting enough job that people might ask. Completely. Just, I would, I'd have tons of questions. Oh yeah. Like I've hey, watched you're six right, feet under. Hey, you're around de- there you go. That's Six a, feet under. <laughs> that's I what you should model that after. Well, I just mean to say that, like, don't pick a don't pick a profession 
that has had a whole show around it because someone might have seen it and said, is it all at all like this? And they start throwing out terms that you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, that might give you a clue as to the fact that if HBO thinks it's a cool enough job to throw a show, you know, into that profession, then pick something way more dull than that. Yeah. You pick something dull. Dull and technical. Yeah. But then you can you you run the risk no matter what. Yeah. That someone else on the show says, hey, that's what I do too. Yeah. I remember Russell made up a, a huge lie for no particular reason. Oh, he was yeah. in the oil industry, but he said that he no, was. No, because he didn't want people to think he was already rich, right? It was partially that, but you can say that you're in the oil business and people don't think you're rich. He didn't have to say, I own an oil company. <laughs> yeah. um, but he said that he was a firefighter and he, and he told this story. That's completely false. Russell is an anomaly. But he I, I remember, is Stephen Glass. The key is to come up with like a turn of phrase that you that you can just tell when someone has said something a million times. Okay. You know, because uh, I know I have my go-to film ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. You know, one that I, and, and, and you I have like your to stories. talk about. I have Everyone my stories. Does. I have my opinions. And so Russell even said, he said, you know, he goes, as a firefighter, you know, like you, you can't go into a room unless you know how you can get out. And I'm like, that sounds like something he's told his kids. That sounds some, <laughs> like something he said to his friends at a bar to sa- make him like that, fi- that idea. Everyone that believed he's putting him, out, right? Yeah. For the whole season. Uh, I mean, I think he let it slip as the season went on, but like that felt lived in a lie needs to feel lived in. Yeah. Um, and, uh, funerals Brett, and stuff doesn't he, feel Brett lived does not in. Live in that lie. <laughs> it's like, Brett, did you just get into the business? Like, are you a customer service representative? Yeah, it was. Yeah. You should just talk about what your parents did. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm a stay at home mom. Absolutely. Got two kids. They're eight years apart. Yeah, I work for I, I work not. for Texaco. I I negotiate land deals between me and other between us and other oil companies. Yeah, exactly. That's what my dad did too, and I could not talk about that well enough. Well, you and should say you're stay at home dad. Got two kids, four years apart, both boys. Yeah, but my dad didn't stay at home. No, but your mom did. Oh, Pick okay. your mom's job. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because it's like it's like yeah, I worked for an oil, for an oil company and then I died. Oh no, I went too far. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. It's, oh, I meant it as a joke. I know. It's fine to laugh at it. It's you know, um, it's not going to hurt my feelings. It just makes me sad. I know um, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, that that was a long tangent, but but one that I think is important to talk about in Survivor. How do you sell a lie? Right, exactly. Especially if it's about yourself. Yeah. Um, I couldn't do it. Everyone can do it. No, I have been told by everyone in my life, Jen, man, you just can't help but be you. Like it just spills out. Like Michaela could not lie about her job because she couldn't help but show the rocks and the shells. And you guys, this is how it's going to work. Right. You know, she couldn't help herself. I wouldn't be able to either. Um, so let's get into the, challenges very quickly okay, um, yeah. they were mm-hmm. i enjoyed the challenges and in both cases like they're very close there yep. was like someone who there was like a come from behind in both yeah um i like challenges like that because they are very much an equalizer mm-hmm. there are several stages and at any one stage the team that's out in front could get stuck Right. And then it gives somebody else a chance as opposed to if it's all one thing there's only so much you can do. And like you said the teams were not only socially interestingly put together, but physically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's say, say that tribe had gotten rid of Dave instead of Cece. Who are they going to lift up to get the, the big balls around the coil? You know, I guess it would have had to be Michelle at that point. But, That's true. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, no, you're right. It's, why didn't they have Michelle go up? Come to think of it, why in the world do they start with Zeke? I don't know. Maybe Michelle. And 
Chris was just not tall enough to put anyone on his shoulders. Right. That way. And obviously they're not going to lift him up. Um, yeah, but they should have had Zeke and Chris hold the feet of yeah. Dave or Michelle. And that yeah. took way too long for them to figure out. Yeah. I think Jay picked up on that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so one thing that struck me more, more, more than the challenge itself was the aftermath of the reward challenge where, um, <laughs> first of all, I thought it was really interesting that they did not serve steak, that it was like yeah, chicken and shrimp yeah. and other things that won't ruin your digestive system and come to like, I should soak up this reward challenge because they're definitely not going to do one next episode because the, the merge feast will right. be the reward. So that tribe will have eaten well yeah. in quick succession. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, th- what happens with Michelle as they're all eating, including her. Yeah. So these three guys, as different as Chris, Dave and <laughs> Zeke might be, um, they're burping, yeah. they're farting yeah. afterwards. But what's more is th- even the way they ate, like they yeah. were eating with they their shoveled hands, it in. She was eating with a knife and fork. The reason I know that is because someone else took note of it. Yeah. And then, you know, she was talking about like, oh, these guys are making me kind of grossing me out. You know, I just, I can't. And she mentioned the way she ate. I have yeah. manners. My parents taught me how to yeah. eat politely. Yeah. And it's like, good for you. That's fine. But this actually could have been a really nice bonding moment where you show you're one of the guys. Yeah. If she just if let out with a big belt, uh, belch, like yeah. they, they'd be like, yeah, all right. Exactly. You commented on how you're worried you might go next. Yeah. So let her rip. Yeah. You need to find anything about any one person or group of people that you might be able to latch onto and letting yourself burp or fart as gross as it might seem in that moment. If that's what everybody else is doing and it's not a strategy session, then by all means jump in. Yeah. You stand to lose nothing. Yeah. I guess it's like, well, I don't want to do that on camera. She didn't say that, but there could be an element of that. Um, but yeah, it's whatever gets you in close with people. Yeah. Would you do something on camera like that if you knew it was going to help you in the game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I, she had to know that she was on the outs. Right. And if they all, and this was, you know, if, if they all went to. Can you think of the thing you would not want to have happen on camera that would embarrass you? (sighs) So much embarrasses me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I guess if everyone's like, hey, we're all getting naked. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do that. Like, would you even never take your shirt off on Survivor? No, I would. You have to. You know? Like, I'm not in the best of shape and I'm super white, but whatever. You get tan You would get really tan. I would die. And I would lose weight very quickly. So, everything is fine. Yeah. You know, large... Because that's a thought that I've had. You know, larger guys than me have taken off their shirt. And so, it's like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and also I know it sounds weird, but I did, I did theater and everyone's undressed all the time. Yeah. And you just kind of get used to it. Like I was really bashful the first time when, (laughs) so there's the women's dressing room and the men's dressing room. Then they turns the, turn the men's dressing room into the lounge. It's like, so we have nowhere to actually change now. That's awful. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, soda. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, had a ni- we had a nice couch and a soda machine, so I'm not going to, but it, but there was this one moment when it's like, okay, I'm surrounded by girls and I need to change. Well, all right. And so, yeah, I just changed in front of everybody. You Some just kinda... men are ridiculously casual about walking around in their boxers too, yeah. in front of women. Yeah. I guess cause they seem like shorts, but at the same time, boxer you never know. Briefs do, but boxers are loosey goosey man stuff can fly out of those i'd say that i'd say that both uh are uh could be an issue the flap doesn't just fly open no but it's the this is a weird conversation to have but it's like why are we doing this i don't know but it's just like (laughs) you know with like with uh as jimmy pardo would say with a boxer brief uh (laughs) because he likes to singularize things um 
you know, it's like, it's clingy and you know, everything, you can see everything. Okay, exactly. So this is my next question. Do you think that's more revealing than a bra? Is that why women get more privacy? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Men are typically more visual, you know, so maybe not seeing women naked is a better idea or close to naked. Are we talking about the show or in general? No, the sh- oh, in your theater show. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was that. It's like, like they would never turn the women's dressing room into the right. lounge. Yeah. Where there's, men could there's, just walk in. There's a potential like harassment situation. Well, that too. Where it's just like, all right, ladies, you got to have to change could, in front of everyone. Yeah, they could just be wearing a thong. Yeah. But at the same time, everyone's just changing in front of everyone. Yeah. And it's just a thing you get used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but the idea of like being full on naked in front of anybody is something that I probably wouldn't want to do. But at the same time, if literally everybody is naked and they're like, hey, come on in, you know, if they're mm-hmm. all like in the, in the ocean or something. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't want to be the one guy that doesn't do this if this is a potential bonding situation. So yeah. I would probably do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think I would do just about anything. I don't think I would care that it was going to be on the air later. Yeah, it's it's tough. Overcoming a fear is one thing. And then embarrassment, you know, if everyone was like jumping off a cliff into water or off a waterfall. I don't know that I could do that. My fear of heights is crazy. Yeah, it just takes one small decision. It's a huge decision, but it's just like all I have to do is is be two feet in front of where I am right now. And then the, then the rest of it is done for me. But you can't see into the water. What if there's a rock and you break your leg? Production wouldn't let that happen. What if, what if the castaways decided to do it? Like the first day they all decided to go in the ocean and hang out instead of, I think production would actually say, hang on. And then they would look. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the castaways have that much control or freedom. Yeah, Um, that's true. So, so we should move on. Was there anything of note uh, about the the immunity challenge? Um, I mean, it just was fairly straightforward in a lot of ways. Um, It was fun. Aside from just, as I said, I like these multifaceted challenges. Definitely. They all have the same numbers, which is fascinating to me. Are they in a different order? Michelle did kind of melt down yeah. and freak out. Um, other than that. Yeah. There's got, I mean, when you have the, th- if it's assumed that those three numbers are going to stay, you know, paired off where mm-hmm. it's, you know, 47, 12, whatever, assuming that it's that, then you can just kind of do it systematically. It's not that many, really. Like you would put 47 first and then 18 and then 36. Yes. That didn't work Then 36, then 18. Right. So you know 47 is not the first number. Right. Then you just do that with the next two numbers. Mm -hmm. There's only six possibilities. Six possibilities, is that right? Yeah. Because one of the three has to be the first number and then there are two possibilities within that. Yeah, but... I don't know. I'm sure she knew that they were behind and she just got frazzled or whatever. Totally. It, um, it happens, but, but yeah. Um, what's interesting is that she could have been looking ahead because they were the third group to get their numbers. And once you saw that the first two had the same exact numbers, right. You should be able to surmise that, okay, I'm probably going to get those three numbers, but she had to turn around and look at them again once she got to the keypad yeah. instead of just knowing and, and maybe that's the way my brain works too, because even now I can rattle off all three of those numbers. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't, even, I wasn't even paying attention at the time. Yeah, thirty-two, eighteen, forty-seven. I think. I know weird numbers though. Forty-seven sounds right. Um, do you remember the numbers from Lost? Oh, dang it! No, but I know people's birthdays. Why do I know that? I don't know. You were you were thinking back. Uh, you were looking through f- old photos, and you, oh yeah, completely. I could said, list like, off. Here's this person, and then you said her birthday, which I didn't ask, by the way. Oh yeah, May seventh, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, cherry flavored Pez. No, no question, question about, about it. it. Um, yeah, so, most of my grade school classmates, I could name all their birthdays. That's odd. Is it? But you go to school with them for like 
nine years. I guess it's only nine times that you celebrate their birthday. It's not that many in the grand scheme of things. I know your birthday. <laughs> I know my birthday. You know your mom's. I know my mom's. I know my brother's. Your grandma's and your nephew's. So they're all in quick succession. Nephew is a little bit fuzzy. 13th? They're all two days apart. I thought he was October 13th. Well, is Matt's two days? It doesn't matter. Yeah, sorry. Why are anyway, we going on That's not here there. Podcast. Sorry, we're both very sleepy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, okay. No, nothing of note in the immunity yeah, challenge. So the larger, the larger tribe, they lose... It's an it's assumed it's going to be Brett or Sunday, and then Jade decides it needs to be Michaela, and he decides this because she starts essentially charting the rest of the season. Completely, so idiotic. And you know she's she, great TV, and I wanted her to stick around, but I mean that is so a yeah. reason to leave. Hello, physical challenge, yeah, strategic challenge, and on top of everything, she's one of the people. She knew that Jay had an idol oh. and he didn't want her to know. Oh, that's right. Remember she stumbled she snuck. on it. Yeah. He was comfortable with Will knowing because yeah. he's got Will. Yeah. But Michaela is a loose cannon and you never quite know. Totally. So yeah, that's a person that needs to go. Yeah. Um, and she unsurprisingly uh, did not take her blind side uh, lying down. Hashtag what? Yeah. How long do you think Jeff stood there before reading the final vote? I mean, she just stared at him like she was going to bitch slap him. Yeah. <laughs> and just that exchange between the two of them where she said, did you do this? And he just says yeah. to, to Jay. Yeah. And just yes. I'm sorry. And I mean, he's dead. He's me. like stone faced and just this weird it was so bizarre. Yeah. You could tell he kind of wanted to smile and gloat, but he kept it in. Yeah. Then like, again, what is to Hannah's advantage by saying, I did not do this. I mean, it was just like an out of body experience for her. She She's was so somebody who not... deals with anxiety. Yeah. And there is a ball of rage sitting next to her. Yeah. And it's her friend. And so she wants to make it very clear in that moment. Well, and she's Don't out get of control in this situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though Michaela has zero bearing on the rest of the game. Like She's you not should not jury. be yeah. concerned about what Michaela yeah. thinks of you right now. It's really just the next 10 seconds that could be yeah. a problem. And, even, <laughs> yeah. and then that's and she it. couldn't get over it. She just started breathing heavily. And yeah. I really thought she could have another panic attack right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, very dramatic. Probably one of the more dramatic uh, vote outs. Um, as far as she people's just, reaction, like, cussed him out and yeah. threatened him, which was odd, seeing as how there's nothing you yeah. can do to him. And when she went back for her shoes, oh, yeah. I didn't immediately know that's what she was doing. And I thought, like, well, hang on a second, what's going on here? I thought, how far can you get out the door before you're allowed back? Are you allowed to go back for your shoes? What if she got halfway down the path and then wanted to come back for her shoes? She'd probably. Uh, Production probably wouldn't let her, but then she'd say like, hey, I left my shoes up there. Um, but yeah. I don't know, because if people leave stuff behind, the rest of the castaways, it's fair game for them. Some people leave things behind on purpose. Hmm. Hey, I know I'm going to get voted out. Do you want my shoes? Yeah, well, that certainly was not her. Because in the final day, they talk about the things people leave behind. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... I found myself, I did have the thought of like, if she like physically goes after Jay, you know, uh, would production step in to stop Definitely. that? Definitely. Like how quickly, how close are they? Yeah. Cause you pop one and then, you know, I honestly think, you know what, in that situation, I think, uh, I think Brett's instincts would kick in and I think he would probably reach in to stop her. Um, or at least restrain her. Yeah, I think so. Man, and then she and he'd be, be like, well, as a so funeral director, money. you know how it is. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Still running. Yeah, I know. Uh, were you going to cut that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder how much money someone would be sued. We talked about how much he'd be sued if, if he let any like details slip. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, like it's, several million. Who knows? Like, but who would be sued in that instance? Because I feel like Michaela. 
Yeah, so it would be her, right? Oh, yeah. If she went after Jay physically? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, this, the show wouldn't be liable in that situation. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, you sign a long contract before you go on that show. You are liable for your own actions. Yeah. But here's the thing. Russell okay. talked about being fined, like, 150000 or something pettily like that, according to him, for burning shoes or what did he do? Well, he burned somebody's socks, socks, and then Sandra burned his hat. Yeah. Um, and she was already a millionaire at that point, so she probably didn't care either. Yeah. I don't remember uh, any talk of being fined for, for that. I know yeah, that he, you can't, you can't I know that he other... divulged some secrets that he got in trouble for. No, that's different. He literally said, I think, on the show, I don't care about the fine for this. Because you can't go burn other people's stuff. Right. Or like the alligator shoes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dan and Holly. Yeah. That was fun. Um, so uh, we should wrap up. Next week is the merge. I'm very excited because I... I'm trying to think. Usually going into a merge, I have a general idea of what will happen. But there is there is so much going on right now. Yeah, and we hypothesized yeah. a lot. Here's a question. Okay. There are still three idols in play. Yeah. And Jessica's mystery advantage. Uh, yeah. A lot of times at the at the merge feast, there will be a clue for something. Do you think there will be? Uh, I don't think so. And I think the I think that there's a clue if there's an idol that hasn't that is in play. Yeah. And I think savvy players will acknowledge will recognize that there isn't a clue mm -hmm. and they'll say like okay yeah, I guess I, I know what that means I wonder if anyone will notice yeah or if they'll bring it up on air right it's it could be interesting or boring to say hey I noticed the lack of something mm -hmm. um but if it's somebody like Zeke sure uh, You're right it depends on it. who notices yeah um and I think I've said this before, but once again, I will say it's just so much fun to have a, a season full of fans, mm -hmm. um, just people that it, love the game and know the history of the game. As Jeff brought up since Will's birth. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So Will is 18. Alive. He would have been two when the first season aired. Okay. Basically, you don't know a time. Uh, right. Before Survivor. You don't know what that's like. Yeah. That's crazy. You don't know a time before 9-11 or cell phones or the internet. Like pick yeah. a major thing that has happened in our lifetime. Yeah. We can say we know what life was like before that. In my class today. Uh-huh. Because I'm in class with mostly a bunch of 23-year-olds. I'm 34. Which is a notable difference. Tyler's in, in grad school at I'm UCLA school, yes. right now. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, Go Bruins. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Go team, right? Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to have school spirit these days. Um, UCLA is a school to be proud of. Screw those Trojans. Is that USC? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so somebody was uh, commenting on... Like the, the year, I think like 2003 or something like oh that. Oh my god! And talking about like how, it, but it might not have been 2003. It might have been like 1999, but a okay, few years got thrown Okay, if they're like 23-year-olds, what year were they born? 93. Whoa. Yeah, I know. So they were 10 in 2003? Yeah. So They I, were 12 when we got married. Wow. That's they were weird. in junior high. Yeah. Couldn't even drive. Yeah, that's a thing that I've that I've brought up. Um, but somebody was talking about like the internet is like just this new thing, <laughs> like to them in again either ninety nine or two thousand three. I don't remember. And I was just like, I just had this reaction of like, I remember getting the internet. Yeah. In like ninety two, ninety three, yes, ninety two, and just hundred percent being as astonished by it and. And to have somebody ascri ascribe that as like, I don't know if that's the right use of the word, but like to have somebody who seemed to not necessarily believe that the internet started at a certain time, but seemed to think that like, 
Oh, they were saying they thought it started in 99 or 03? Not that it started, but that like it was still like in the early stages. And it's just like, it sort of was. But it by was. then, like, dial-up was, gone, was long gone by 2000. Okay, so if they were talking about 99, then that was accurate. Sure. And I remember in 92 being one of the first, you know, like both of our dads had really good jobs. Yes. You, families like yours and mine were going to get it well before others. That's true. That's true. Um, when do you think the switch, whatever, again, yeah. so tangential, this episode. But Whoa. Yeah. And then Boy. when talking about specific movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, like uh, somebody was saying, one of my, uh, one of the people, one of my instructors, who's uh, five years younger than I am. Uh, <laughs> no way. We were all, it was my, t- my TA instructor. That so. does not count. But he, uh, we were all hanging out and he asked when I was born, I said 82 and he's like, he goes, oh, so you're, he's like, let's see. So you're, you're Michael Keaton, Batman, right? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he said, you're Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I said, yeah. And so like, he's just rattling off, rattling off all the stuff that like, you know. Created by Toby Shelton. What, what? Darkwing, that's right. Yes. <laughs> that's I don't know where to transition after that, but uh, <laughs> we knew but, the yeah. guy. We know the guy. Yeah. So, so here we are once again talking about age, yeah, and Gen X versus millennial, and I do think that. Uh, do you think that the uh, that the theme of the season? Do you think it's still there or are people just saying Gen X millennial just as a function? Like that's the name of the tribe essentially. Well, the challenges did change once they mixed it up. There was no longer a, Hey, you could take a shortcut by doing this right. sort of a thing yeah. to even out the physical abilities. I did notice that. I feel like you and I have just had way more conversations about um, Gen X's and millennials. We had friends in town. They mm-hmm. are three and five years older than us. Yeah. And we've all agreed that like five years is kind of the max to stay current with somebody five years to the right or left of your age. Yeah. Um, anything more than that? Yeah. I was friends with someone who was seven years younger than me and talking to someone who was eight when Titanic came out and I was a ripe 15, like, yeah. 15 was a crucial year in a girl's life for that movie to come exactly, out. Yes. You know, I went into the theater and saw it seven times. Yeah. This girl wasn't even allowed by her parents to watch it. Yeah. She also grew up in Missouri. So that affects that. So no offense to Missouri listeners. What, what exactly do you mean by that? I mean, if you just have like good old Christian parents who think that that movie isn't. Because it was PG-13? I have no idea. All right. I'll have to talk. I know who you're talking about and I'll have to ask her. Um, right? I don't think so. No, we'll talk after. Okay. Um, yeah. You, you don't talk to her anymore. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought you were talking about uh, Stevie. No. Okay. She's um, not seven years younger than us. She's like. Two, maybe three. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Um, anyway, okay. Well, this episode has gone off the rails because we're both so, so tired. <laughs> and you even said a fun <laughs> Minnesota expression, I would assume. This episode. Oh, yeah. This episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for bearing with us uh, throughout this episode. Uh, we're excited to see where the season goes, as we always are this season. This has been a really exciting season. Um, although one yeah. thing that you took note of, uh, Me? in this episode, yes. Uh huh. Um, you said there aren't a lot of women left. No. The women got voted out early. Yes. Like a bunch of them. There's Sunday and Jessica, um, Hannah, Michelle, Michelle. There's gotta be Is that more, it right? Now? No, there has to be more. No, I think I counted five and Michaela got voted out. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like how many men have been voted out? Paul. What do you mean? mean? Isn't it better to say how many men are left? No. It'd be faster to say how many got voted out. Yeah. Paul. I think, is that it? Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. That's very strange. So there are nine men and four women. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. about right. Yeah, that's crazy. So six women have gotten voted out and one man. Yeah. 
That's very odd. Oh, and I did mention that Mikhail is going to have to sit next to Figgy. Yes, that's reunion. right. <laughs> Theoretically, that could be okay, but I could see them getting... No, maybe they'll they're going to bring that up. Maybe they'll be friends. Jeff is so going to draw attention to that. That's true. Um, but yeah, so... <coughs> and I'm trying to think, like, is it... In, what does that mean that... I don't think it's ever been that lopsided before. I don't think so either. And what's more, and I, this, this is a weird thing to to take note of, but enough other people have, which is like, there were a number of like Asian American women on this season and they all went out quick. You can only think of two. There were three. Oh. There's the first one, there's the gamer, and there's the tiger mom. Yeah. Mari and Lucy. Who's the first one? I don't remember her name. Oh, it's even more awful. Yeah. I, I tend not to remember. I mean, the, this the early boot, vote, it's but, not like. Yeah. It was the first boot. Yeah. Huh. So, well, I don't know. I mean, in a season where you vote out six women, that's less substantial that they're Asian. I mean, I don't think that has a lot to do with it. I don't think so. But people have noted that uh, people people online have noted like, oh, this is a bad season to be an Asian woman, like for whatever reason. Um, I mean, and they just voted out the only black, no, Cece and Michaela. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are only white women left? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Wow. How very strange. Whoops. If Hannah goes, it's just going to be. Yeah. Some very waspy women. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very strange, what an odd season. And no, there's no particular pattern. I don't think anybody was targeted because of their race or anything like that. I don't think Nor were they a, targeted specifically for their gender. I don't think it was specifically a very racially diverse season. I mean, not really. There are a ton of white men. Are there any other races? Mm, not that I can think of. Was it 10 white men? That's mm. nuts. Yeah, that's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's nobody's jumping out at me. Um, I tend not to think about race, so it's like I have to jog my memory and go person by person. Yeah, but I Taylor, I, Dave, Ken, Brett, Chris, Zeke, Zeke Chris, Adam. Jay, Adam, yeah, Will, yeah, they're all white. Paul, yeah. that's very rare. That's weird. Yeah. So the only minorities were on the women's side and they're, they're, and they're as a collective, yeah, voting out women. And yeah, no one is saying like, we should vote out a woman. Yeah. It just, they do, they did seem to go for like, okay, well, who's the most, who's like, no offense to women, but there's that on Survivor, women tend to be weaker than men when it comes to like challenges. And early on, that seemed to be the case, but not Not very a lot much. of those votes were for that. Yeah. No. I don't know. Lucy's wasn't, Mari's wasn't, Michaela's wasn't. Yeah. Who the other? Cece's three? was. Cece's was, but the, but was in there's the a, end, sort of like, let's blame it on that. Yeah, I think it's that. Um, and then probably the first... The first two? Was, the first boot was probably that. Mari was second. Yeah. It's a shame. I'd like to see Mari come back. I know. She was rad. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring her back. Who knows? Ugh. I feel like she made I feel like she made enough of an impression. I do remember her. I know. Who's the other girl? Um I don't remember. Dang and it. I'm I'm done trying to remember. <laughs> um I will say that there is a fun uh this oh, might figgy. be. Oh, Figgy, right, yeah, whatever. Mm, Who yeah. cares? Um, but, it was only uh, last episode, though. But yeah, uh, my friend Paul Goebel was at uh, the Entertainment Weekly Pop Fest, and he had a photo of himself with Wu, uh, which was a lot of fun. Very cool. So, uh, anyway, okay. That's all we got, folks. Yeah, this is really random. Thank you for uh, for indulging us. You're welcome to leave a comment in the comment section of this post at battleshippretension.com. Uh, you can email me, Tyler, at BattleshipPretension.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on uh, on Twitter. Uh, and I think that is it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye.
This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet.